everybody. Welcome to the long and awaited seventh episode of In the Study. Yes, I'm sir, Ben Marcoulier, yes, accompanied here by my good friend and partner, Mr. Higgins. Hello, Ben. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, my friend. How you, are you? You excited? Oh, dude, game one of the NBA Finals yes, tonight. Yes, sir. Yes, game sir. One, Boston in six or seven, but we'll get into that in a little bit down the line. Yep. So, Jack, how was your week? It's It's been going well so far. Uh, I actually want to put out here, just really quick, right at the beginning... We have been recording these on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. The thought occurred to me recently that if somebody listens, we make a bunch of references to stuff that's about to happen. Yeah. So when it's published, it will already have happened. So we're recording this on a Thursday afternoon. So just for context, when we're referencing dates and stuff, uh, you know, keep, keep that in mind. But no, week's been going good. I was uh, able to attend game number six. <sighs> Of the Eastern Conference Finals last week. Tough game. Tough game. I'm sure you were happy for the for like a solid portion of that game. I was... The first half was... It was fun to watch. It was yeah. a lot of fun being in the environment. I had never been before. It was my first time. And the it was it was going back and forth. Miami were steady. Butler was playing out of his mind. But every everything that the Celtics did well was just so much fun. Mm-hmm. And then third quarter... The way I had seen the series play out thus far, that the third quarter has been a really defining moment. So I was on the edge of my seat for that one, and I thought the Celtics did well in it. I don't, I didn't, I don't know what the score deficit was, but I thought they did. Is that's when they took the lead, isn't it? Didn't they take the lead in the third? Jack, I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Can I? Can we share that with the with the viewers? (laughs) Please do. Okay, so I had COVID (laughs) this past week weekend ish. Yeah. Um, but I kept testing negative until Friday yep. and I was pretty much all over the sickness, which was insanely mild. No, I'm not saying all COVID's mild. I just, in no. my case, I was borderline asymptomatic. Yep. And so, but I was super tired. And so I fell asleep <laughs> watching the game on my phone, but I fell asleep with my head on the little plastic roller mat for an office chair sure. and then my feet on top of my desk. Nice. How I, how I was in that position to begin with, I don't know. I just remember watching the first quarter, <laughs> That's right. waking up and seeing the post-game interviews yep. with Jimmy Butler. I forgot I texted you. I texted this kid after the game, and he said, dude, I fell asleep. <laughs> I saw that they lost, and I'm like, uh, I am not going to watch the condensed tough. game. Yeah, I just no, can't. It, wasn't. So. it was it was fine, and then they just, um, when Brown misses the two free throws. Oh, I, I saw that. And that. It, the, the stadium, the players, everybody flat. And, and I was like, it's it tough. Is. It was what it was. Mm-hmm. It would have been good for them to win uh, at home in Game Six and have Tatum collect the Larry Bird Trophy, the hardware in Boston. Yeah, in front of the crowd. But luckily, they did it in Game Seven. Hey, I'm, sometimes victory is sweeter when you shut shut down the uh, the opposing fans. It's true. That's true. It's true. But it's very fitting that a Celtic won the Larry Bird Trophy. Mm. Very fitting. But we got it done in seven. Yep. We are on to the NBA Finals. But, Jack, I want to break down Game 7 just a little I bit. I know you do. I, you sent me a little thing earlier this week. I sent you a little week. dissertation. Yeah, a little, a little, a little a, breakdown. A little breakdown. So, for Game yeah, 7, go for it. Um, I thought we played a phenomenal f- three and a half quarters of basketball. Agreed. Um, the Celtics really controlled the pace of play, and they limited the Heat's half-court offense, which is really, really bad. But um, they still they held Jimmy Butler, even though he's an amazing player. He really wasn't that big of a factor come third quarter. First half, he was major. And the fourth quarter, he was major. But um, the Celtics did a really good job um, stagnating the heat, heat offense. But you get to the, to the midway around the fourth quarter, they had a 13-point lead. And you know what the Celtics did? 
They tried not to lose. I've seen that yeah. happen before in, in uh, Game 5 against Milwaukee. When you try not to lose, you lose. Mm-hmm. Luckily, they did not lose this game. Struess got called out for a three-pointer that got t- overturned yep, like three minutes out. later. Yep, And then um, I want to talk about that Jimmy shot. All right. Oh, big, big controversy. Big right? controversy. So let's paint the picture for the viewers, for those that maybe didn't watch the final minutes of the game. Right. The Celtics are up by two. There is around th- 20 seconds left. Jimmy Butler gets a rebound after Marcus Smart took his fourth consecutive shot in crunch time minutes and missed. And uh, Jimmy Butler had the rebound. He was going up the court. He had a backpedaling Al Horford right in front of him. He had an easy lane to the bucket. Yep. Would have tied up the game. Instead, Jimmy decided to... Put up a pretty good three-point attempt. Yep. A little off-balance, though. A little off-balance. He was on the run. Front Mm -hmm. iron. Celtics get the rebound. That's the game. Yep. Controversy is, was that a good shot? Jack, I I want to hear your thoughts. Okay. I struggle because if I'm as good as he is, I, I probably... And the way I had been playing that night, and I saw Al Horford... I probably would have played it safe and gone for the layup mm-hmm. and said, Let's see if we can let's see if we can take you to OT and take him down then. But, you know, that being said, everyone has the hero argument and that he deserved to take the shot because he'd been playing so well. And I know I you take a similar position to that, right? Um I'm borderline. It really yeah. doesn't it really doesn't affect me. If I'm Jimmy Butler in that moment, I understand the shot selection. Right. He played forty eight minutes of basketball. He did not the only time he left the court was for halftime in between quarters. Mm-hmm. He was gassed. Mm-hmm. He knew that the Heat and a probably another five minutes of basketball would have had the would have been losing by another solid seven to eleven points because again their half court offense was terrible. Right. He just knew that he didn't have the gas and the Heat weren't um, good enough in the half court set to really beat the Celtics in an overtime period. So his shot selection I think was fine. If he makes it, he's a hero. If he doesn't, it is what it we're is. We're gonna be talking about it. But um, no. Well, that was tough, man. I can see Jimmy Butler in a Celtics jersey. Just the <laughs> really? way he plays. The way cool. he plays. My dad is a big fan of Oladipo. Oh, I don't. I... <laughs> uh... <laughs> you know who nobody's a big fan of in Boston? Who? Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, oh yes. God. Oh, my gosh. I get I get it. <laughs> Everybody in the league flops. Marcus Smart's one of, the, one of the biggest floppers in the league. Absolutely. Same with Jason Tatum. But my goodness, Kyle Lowry. My goodness, dude. We had two. We had two guys next to us that were hounding on Kyle Lowry the entire night. And when he fouled out in Game Six, they went bananas, <laughs> whatever. Like they went crazy. We all got up and started yeah, waving. No, that's it how it goes down it in Boston. Hilarious. That's how it goes in the garden. <laughs> No, nah, but I'm just so glad. Watching the, those final minutes and watching the Celtics throw on this hat, mm-hmm. watching them hoist up that Eastern Conference Finals trophy, it was it was surreal. Yes. I'm wearing my Isaiah Thomas jersey. In my period of life where I have been following the Celtics hardcore, right. I have watched us lose in four Eastern Conference Finals. First one, 4-1 versus the Cavs. Second one, a very, a, I think a rookie Jason Tatum and a young Jalen Brown took the Cavaliers led by LeBron James to seven games. Mm. Lost. Fast forward to um, the bubble in 2020. Lose to the Heat in the six. Heat. Yep. Fourth one, we get it We get it done. We are going to the NBA Finals. We are going. Oh. But Ben, what does that mean? What does that mean? What exactly do you mean by that? I mean, what we're going to the Finals. Yeah. 
Who what we is, playing? What's gonna happen? Well, we're, I know who we're playing. <laughs> we're playing the Golden State Warriors. We're playing yeah. the Golden State Warriors, Jack. Okay. Um, the, the, one of the best dynasties in all of basketball, yeah. uh, led by Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and then some solid bench players yep. and uh, other Draymond rotational Green. pieces like Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. This series is going to be really interesting. So let's take a look at the Warriors' path to get here. Let's do it. They first played off against the MVP-led Nuggets. The Nuggets weren't a very deep basketball team at all. Outside of Nikola Jokic, they they really had no chance whatsoever. Sure. Warriors win that in five, I think. Easy. Then they play a Grizzlies team. John Morant was hurt. That's I remember that, right? Yep. Did it, but he plays in the beginning, he? plays. He, play, yeah, he, he plays in injured. the first few games, then he gets yeah. injured. But the Grizzlies still took the Warriors to six games mm-hmm. without Ja. Without Ja. Which is a really interesting... Uh, it's really interesting. And then um, they take on the very, very young Mavericks team that did not play good defense, did not play good defense throughout the whole season, and mm. they lost in five. Yep. Um, Celtics, on the other hand, had an easy, a relatively easy series, but still all four of those Nets games came oh, down Nets to the wire. Yep, the yep. Nets, they still came down to the wire. Yep. And, um, and then they won in seven back-to-back times versus one, two of the best defenses in the league. Yep. With the Greek freak. S- yes, yeah. <laughs> best player in yep. basketball. So it's going to be interesting. You have the Celtics, who are a defensive-heavy team. Right. They are a switch-heavy defense, and they also have trouble in the half-court offensive set. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the Warriors, they do play some defense, but not nearly as tough and not nearly as um, they're not nearly as robust robust as the Celtics. But they are the best offensive team in the league. Yep. Uh, Steph Curry, a lot of a lot of his his offensive production comes from his movement without the ball, mm-hmm. his off ball screens, his off ball cuts. It's insane. Yeah. So the so the key here is going to be: Are the Celtics going to stagnate in the half court offensive sets, and will they have enough defensive personnel to, to be able to down. switch, go over screens, and try to limit Steph Curry's off ball production? Right. That's going to determine the series. So the one thing that makes me nervous, and I want your thoughts on it, is okay. say we get to a situation like Miami series plays out exactly like it is, except Miami's the Warriors, and we're in a position where it's not Jimmy Butler taking that last shot, Steph Curry. That makes me horrified. Not really. No? No. <laughs> Jimmy, I, this may be a hot take, but Steph Curry doesn't have the, the most, I guess, best career of crunch time minutes. Really? Throw back to the finals where the Cavs won in seven after coming back 3-1. Jimmy Butler is one of the clutchest players in all of basketball. Gotcha. It's really so. I mean, yeah, the Warriors are historically amazing. Yep. It Without just I. But I just think the narrative is so perfect for Boston to make it this far and lose. To lose? Yes, I think Boston is going to win this series. Obviously, I'm biased. I'm a Boston fan. Mm. But I mean, for crying out loud, we were 23 and 25 post um, start of the new year. Mm-hmm. We come back and we beat the three teams that eliminated us in the past three years. Yep. 2019, Bucks, 2020, Heat, 2021, the Nets. Mm. Hey, and all I'm saying is the last two teams to win the championship have been teams that have beat Jimmy Butler. Ooh, that is an interesting Celtics and seven, fact. baby. Celtics, Celtics and seven. seven. I'm sorry. I'm getting excited thinking about it. <laughs> So, Jack, what's your opinion here? You got the Celtics in six or seven? Of course I do. Of course you have to. I n- There's no way it's going to be a sweep at all. Like, that would be just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I'd be truly unprecedented. By either team, I think it would be unprecedented. Yeah, yeah. Because the way you're describing it, Golden State would have to turn up um, in a way that they that's just not part of their identity in a, in a way, right? Yeah, so Golden State... 
obviously they still retain some of the pieces from their their mid twenty ten years. Yeah. But Clay has suffered an ACL tear and Achilles injury. He's not the same player. Uh, Steph is still really good, and so I mean, I really can't <laughs> say anything about Steph. But um, the Warriors are not as deep, and they're just not as superstar driven, so yep. to speak. So th- they're really not the same team they were six years ago. Okay. That being said, they haven't faced a defense like Boston. The Grizzlies played good defense, but not nearly as um, robust as you yep. said, like Boston. So it's gonna be interesting. So the what a pattern I've seen within the two series I watched. I didn't watch that series. But the Bucks had a re- strong supporting cast, but Giannis was a main figure, just kind yeah. of because, in a way. I, I mean, he's I don't the best really, player in the world. He, he just is. He's right? just the best player in the world. Jimmy Butler. I don't really know what the excuse for that situation is, but he was. He just had to take over, and he was grabbing the team by the scruff of the neck yeah. and dragging them through the series. That's what I'm saying. Jimmy Butler is such a perfect Celtic, right. regardless. Is that? A similar phenomenon, phenomena, phenomenon, either or, yeah, whatever works. Mm-hmm. In the final series with the Warriors, does I believe it's Steph has to be the star player, right? I'm, He's I'm the best right. player on the team, hundred okay. percent. Does he have the supporting cast that the last two teams, the yeah, Bucks, he and does. the Heat, have lacked? Yeah, will that make the difference? It's tough to tell. Okay, so any team that really makes it this far has to have a really good supporting cast. Yep. The Warriors, they got Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. They really give them some offensive spunk and athleticism. Um, but they're a deep team, too. Okay. They're just not as defensively driven and defensively minded as the Celtics. But that being said, back to your point, I think it's interesting looking at the dichotomy between these two teams. Uh-huh. Both are developed teams that have been drafted. Okay. Yes. You take look at Curry, Draymond and Clay. They are they have been warriors since day one. Same thing with the Celtics. You have Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Just just the three big players. There's obviously many more. Dude, but if you look at the past finals, unless you're a LeBron led team, super teams where you spend money on on free agencies really does not get you far into the playoffs. Yeah. I think there's something to be said about just um the future of basketball being uh, developed teams with a really good sense of chemistry that really build a culture. Cool. Celtics have a really good culture, so do the Warriors. We'll see, man. It's, it's going to be a fun series, dude. It's I, really I hope it fun. is. I hope it's I'm close. I'm not watching it tonight. Why not? It's at 9, bro. No, dude. No way. Are you serious? I have a Calc final tomorrow. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> That's different, but I'm saying... It's game 7. Yeah, I, I know. mean, it's game, game one, 1 of the finals. It's the finals. It's the finals. yes, yes. yes. Uh, so no, Jack, I rely on you to keep me posted. We'll see. Celtics and seven. Celtics and seven. So Jack, this weekend we also experienced another huge sporting event. Oh, that's event. true. I think the, you should tell us about it. Yes, sir. Uh, this Saturday, we had the Champions League final, which, for those of you who don't follow European football or soccer, is it's the biggest club competition where basically the best teams of the countries within Europe uh, uh, play in a tournament, and then we had the final for the, for the big trophy, the European Cup, uh, on Saturday. And it was Real Madrid hailing from Spain and Liverpool hailing from England. And it was, it was a rough game. It wasn't necessarily appealing, and... If you watched it and didn't watch the goal or goals, technically, one was disallowed. If you didn't watch it and if you just watched 
the way that the teams were playing, you would have saw one team was far superior in chance creation and offense than another was. Mm-hmm. But that that didn't tell the full story, did it? You saw it. I watched that game. I am not a soccer or football <laughs> connoisseur. I'm just getting into it, so I really don't know mm-hmm. how to analyze the games. Um, but here's what I saw, Jack. I saw the ball on Real Madrid's side the whole entire time. It yep. just looked like Liverpool was just on on the offensive strike every time. But mm. Real Madrid's defense was just so good. Mm. And that one time they had this little blip, amazing pass, and boom, they scored. Yep. And all they had to do was shut out uh, Liverpool, and they did. Yes. Is that pretty accurate? That is fairly accurate. I mean, Liverpool are an aggressive, they're an offensive team. They press really hard. They go after the ball after they lose it. Yep, yep. And... You know, Real are more of an aged veteran team that f- I focus on passing and, and possession that's r- really uh, associated with, with the Spaniards. But they defended, they just defended really well. And honestly, a lot of credit has got to go to Courtois, the Real Madrid goalkeeper. He was insane. He was nuts. I mean, he was making saves that any normal keeper had no right to be saving. I say normal because Courtois is, I believe, either seven feet or over seven oh feet gosh. tall. He's he's that's, re- a, that's a big boy. Yeah. Yes. And uh he saved shots from Salah, regular shots going for, you know, curlers to the post, but he saved shots that he had no business saving, which should have been easy tap ins. Uh but he was he was just a brick wall against uh Liverpool. And and they were hounding him. Uh, it's not like Real defended spectacularly. Okay, I've seen better defensive displays, uh, in other games, but they definitely, with the help of their keeper, completely negated all of Liverpool's stuff. And Liverpool didn't get the momentum that they needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I they just come off of a loss in the Premier League. Uh, for the title to Manchester City, although they won both the cups, so they they may have just been a little tired from such a long season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing you may not know, La Liga finished up the Spanish league finished yep. up yep. maybe a week or two before the English league finished up. So Real had rest. Oh. Real had a decent rest period or training period to prepare for the Champions League final. I think that might have made a difference, especially in the way they lined up defensively. So in basketball, or in, in, in a lot of series sports, sometimes a long period of rest, the team yep. comes out sluggish. Mm-hmm. Is that the same in football? Could uh, that period of rest have been also a negative for Real? We don't really have... Like, the only comparable series yep. situation is to legs. So basically, in, in some competitions... You'll have a game at home, and then a game away, which and and basically so each team gets one game with home field advantage, and then basically whoever scores the most goals overall between the two games wins that little series. Gotcha. But you know the the time between them is equivalent for both teams. Mm-hmm. The and unless you have games midweek, you know it's it's all about rotation. So I don't really know. I wouldn't say it, ma- it makes them particularly sluggish because 
it's you know they're tr- probably training throughout the week. It's an endurance sport. They 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 want to they want to have rest because the season is so 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 busy for these players. Yep. But uh yeah, so Liverpool couldn't get anything started really. Real negate them, and then they have that moment of flash where Vinicius Junior, uh, the Real Madrid left wing, who's been fantastic this season. This is his best season, uh, for the team. Just he was he was lighting up the game. Period. But when Valverde took a shot, actually it wasn't a pass. He's going for a shot far post, but it yeah. just it just happened to drill. It, it looked across. like a pass. Yeah. He he was going for a shot far post, but he he mishit it. It sort of just drifted across, and then Vinny just you know put it in, and there's nothing Allison could do about it. Mm-hmm. And you know it was just it was a classic case of one team not being able to get anything fully started, even though they were always had more possession or not. They actually had less possession, but trying to create chances, like constantly going back at them, and another team just negating that force and then hitting on the counterattack. And yeah. just just playing smart. The experience uh-huh. of Real really showed up in in the Champions League final. They've won it fourteen times now. Oh wow! Yeah, they've they've won it a, a a lot. Now I hear Liverpool has had a tough year. They yes. they they fall just short in both the Premier League one point and the Champions League. Yes. That's tough. Yes, that is very tough. I I mean they still won two trophies. They won as I said before both cups. In, okay. In the but I'm sure these have more weight, yeah, like the Premier they, League. They do. Yeah. It's not even, they're not even really equatable, if I'm going to be totally honest. But, you know, it's tough for Liverpool. I'm um, personally upset, not because I'm a Liverpool fan, but because I bet on Liverpool, and then they didn't win. It happens. It happens. It happens. So, yes. Jack, a little, bit, a little bit more about the Premier League. Mm. So... I, I told you this a couple weeks ago. Yep. I took my talents to West Ham United <laughs> to support. <laughs> Here's the thing. Mm. Apparently, Declan Rice is leaving. I did not know that. Apparently, he has ties to Chelsea in both Man City and Man United. That yeah, makes sense. He's a quality player. No, I don't know why he would go to Man United, though. But. I don't want to root for a terrible team. No, they're not going to be bad. Because right. they're going to get a lot of money for Declan. Yeah, I would say it had to be a lot of money. Yes. So, I might just bandwagon to Chelsea. Maybe. Because I don't want to root for Liverpool. That's boring. No. I don't want to root for Manchester City and Man United. No. Tottenham, not. I'm just not feeling them. That's your thing. <laughs> and um, Just as long as it's Arsenal. Arsenal, like, I don't really no, care No, you don't Arsenal. want to root for Arsenal. I mean, West Ham's cool and all, but I've never tuned into a game. Right. I've never tuned into a single Premier League game. Yeah. So I'm I'm still on the waters here. Yep. I can still pick whatever I want. Mm-hmm. So I might have to take my talents to Chelsea. Yeah, honestly, just watch them. Whatever team, like the way they play. I look at the jerseys, my friend. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> West Ham jerseys are trippy. <laughs> they're, they're so but no, cool. like genuinely, if like you can get a feel for the the identity of the club and the way they play, uh, you can because they're, the tactics get crazy. I mean, yeah, you know, basketball. Yeah, the tactics yeah. can get really different. You can see the different styles, but yeah. I didn't know Declan was leaving. That's gonna be that's gonna be a big kick. I, I just really I was player. just I was bored in math class, so I was just scrolling through Safari on my mm. phone, looking at uh, uh, Premier League highlights, all of that, and I saw that Declan Rice apparently is looking to to leave West Ham. And Do you I, know how many years it said was left on his contract? I think it's over. Oh, it's over. I don't oh, know. Actually, go. I don't know. I don't, if I don't if know if how his contract it works, is dude. over, it'll go for free. Oh, then no, someone has to buy him. Yeah, someone okay. has to buy his rights or whatever. I think that's yeah. what it's called. You have to purchase the player. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm not trying to root for a team without a star player. 
No, though, someone else will step up. I'm trying to think. West Ham, Mikel Antonio, Saeed Benrahma. All right, here's the thing. I don't want to be rooting for a juggernaut. I know right. Chelsea's a juggernaut. Chelsea is a juggernaut. But, I mean, it's like Liverpool and Man United, or Man mm-hmm. City, I don't know. which would the, Whatever one won this year. I feel like Manchester those, City won. I feel like those are the really two powerhouses. Yes. But I also don't want to root for a team that's going to be close to relegation or not even fighting for a Europa Cup mm. spot. That's fair. That's where I'm at. So West Ham is a good pick. Leicester would be a well, Leicester. No, nah, I just don't like the sound of Leicester. Leicester had a horrible season this that year. That doesn't sound that doesn't sound very intriguing, Leicester. Yeah. Uh actually it kinda is. Why? I don't know if so in the twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen campaign, Leicester City were about to be relegated. And they survived by like one game. And then there was a little thing that they did in the before the twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen season. It was like nine thousand to one odds that Leicester City win the Premier League. That's how like that's how bad their season was before. It's like there's no shot. And then they won the Premier League. Oh baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The in twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, Liver Liverpool, Leicester City won the Premier League for the first time in their history after fighting against relegation the season before. Was there huge roster changes or just um, not huge roster changes, okay. but a few key components. I think that was when they brought in N'Golo Conte, who actually plays for Chelsea, mm-hmm. who's just a super quick midfielder that is just always winning the ball back. Jamie Vardy played the craziest season as a striker. He scored a f- eleven f- for eleven games in a row, which is a record. Oh wow! Uh, he was he was playing outstanding, and then Riyad Mahrez also had a crazy season. Just that it was from it was a whole team effort, but mm-hmm. Golo made a big difference. Uh, Vardy uh, having an incredible season, and then they actually it was between Tottenham and Leicester. This is actually a whole yeah. It was Jack. between Tottenham and Leicester. Tottenham needed to win the last w- one of the games mm-hmm. against Chelsea. Chelsea won, and then Leicester won the league. Quick on points. It was just it was crazy. When's the uh, last time Tottenham won the, the Premier League? Don't ask me that question, please. I don't know. Has it been a long... I genuinely don't know. Has it been a been long, long... Have they ever won it? I think m- maybe once. All right, because... I'll research that now. All right. Because it seems like Tottenham's always a really good team. Um, or good team. Would, some people disagree with you on that. I'm not even going to front. I lo- they're, they're a good team, but they're classically bottle jobs. That's uh, I think it's. I think it's... So after you look up that, I have a little game we could play. Mm. What are you thinking? I'm thinking. So the NBA season they won it twice, by the way. What? Twenty twice. 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 All right. Good to <sighs> know. Very long time though. So what was what was the last time they won it? I don't want to look, Ben. It's all right. Like Regardless, so, it's, it's been, been a long, long time. Years. I'm just sort of putting salt in the wood on on uh, <sighs> Jack's team right now. Uh, 1961. It's been a long time. A little bit. It's been a very long time. A little How bit. does it feel that a team went from relegation to champions and? Uh, <laughs> You still have yet to to want to win the league in over sixty years. Um, I would say that it's going to be a good season next year. Fair enough. All right, Jack. Moving on. So the Premier League season wrapped up. Uh, yes. Like a couple weeks ago, right? Yes. A week ago, I don't know. Along with the NBA season, the NBA season is sort of rolling to an end. We have the finals, yep. and then we're going to enter an off-season period. Yeah. I think it's cool to look at teams in retrospect and really see their identity and how they played as a whole. All right, let me pull up the table. And so I think it would be interesting 
for you to sort of describe a Premier League team, and then I try to put that and sort of compare them to an NBA team. Yes. I think that would be interesting. So let's start from the top of the table. Yeah, yeah. So sort of describe the identity So of Manchester City used to be bad, and then they got by rich people, and now they're really, really good, and they have the best coach. Best coach. Debatably the best coach in the world, though. He didn't win coach of the season. Okay. Di- so Manchester City, right? Yeah. Their players, are they homegrown or are they? No, they they're they're free agency except type one. Beat. Okay, except one, Phil Foden. But yep. most of them are brought in a lot of uh, expensive, mm-hmm. not necessarily big name, but like they're all very talented, okay. very technical, uh, all very good. They basically always win. They're always contenders for the league title. Mm-hmm. But they struggle to uh, get far in the Champions League competition. Understood. So, does that sound like any familiar? I mean, the teams that have been good this year have been teams that have been developed through years mm. in the draft. So, I mean, you look at the Eastern Conference, you have the Heat, the Bucks, the Celtics, and the 76ers. Mm-hmm. Largely, those teams are built upon superstars that have been through thick and thin with the yep. team. Jimmy Butler, I know he came from Philadelphia, but a lot of those core pieces, Bam, Tyler Harrow, were yep. drafted by Miami. Same with the Western Conference. You had the Suns. Everybody but Chris Paul really was um, drafted to the Suns along mm. with the Grizzlies and the Warriors. So I guess sort of the closest equivalent would be the Nets. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Except they don't have a good coach, but they have a lot of talent. Yeah. A ton of talent. But mm. the Nets underperformed this year. So that's that's sort of the, the, difference, the, the, the difference between both teams. So Liverpool. Okay, this is this you'll find one. So basically, Liverpool's whole thing, their recruiting, is absolutely off the charts. Okay. They bring in players that for really good money, really good deals. We're talking Van Dyke. We're talking Sala. And then basically, their coach is also great. They turn him into this monster offensive beast mm-hmm. that can defend, yeah. but is really offensive driven. They bring these players in. They develop them into a team, and they always pick up gems. Harvey Elliott looks like a gem. Uh, Diogo Jota, great player. Uh, they brought in Virgil Van Dyke, who's for like ridiculously cheap. He's yep. the best center back, one of the best center backs in the world. So getting, that's got to align. That sounds that sounds pretty similar. I'm getting Warriors vibes from yeah. that. I could feel that. Huge superstar teams. Yep. Loyal loyal players. Yes. Stick with the club. And offensively, very, very sound. Very strong That sounds like the Warriors yep. to me, my friend. A couple more, all right? Get, you don't have to you don't do the top ones. I know. Let's, G- let's, give me some interesting let's, ones. Let's mix it up. Okay. Nah, that won't work, will it? Uh, let's, let's, I wonder if you can do anything for Newcastle. Okay. So Newcastle United, I actually don't know where it is in England. But basically, again, they were really bad. Uh, and then they got bought by super rich owners. And now they look really threatening. And were they good this year? They were meh this year. Okay. They were meh. Meh. Uh, they had a turnaround, but they didn't finish anything spectacular. They finished mid-table. But uh, they were close to relegation in the beginning. Then they had the financial takeover, and mm-hmm. then they got better. So they're looking like they are poised for some, some really good seasons down the line. Yes. That reminds me so much of the New Orleans Pelicans. Mm. Pelicans... Starting off the year, Zion, 
Still isn't back. Yeah. But they didn't look very good. They made a late playoff push, made it into the play-in, won mm. the play-in, and then they took the number one seeded Suns to six. Once they have Zion back, they still got B.I., Brandon Ingram. They have C.J. McCollum. That team is really young and has a lot of talent. Yeah. I can see some really big seasons for the for the Pelicans coming up the next three or four years. That could – that definitely sounds like – Yeah. All right, this – got to do this one. Okay. Manchester United. Oh, that's yes, that, yes. I, I don't even have to describe it. The Lakers. <laughs> I just know. Don't they have Ronaldo? Yes, dude. Yeah. What the heck's with that? Did he have a good season? Yeah. Oh, because LeBron James had a great season. Okay. Still though, two right. teams that are have world class athletes that majorly underperformed. Yep. It's not the same as he has been. Okay. And the organization is not the same as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Does that sound basically? Yeah, it sounds like the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. But there, there's a fine, there's a new coach coming in. He's hoping to change things around. Let's look Good at to hear. I cannot believe Brighton finished ninth. That's unbelievable. Is that is that exceeding Usually a mid-table team. They're okay. not usually that high though. They played really well this season. Let's do one more. Give me one coach more team. Ridiculous. One more team. Um, let's. No, that won't work. Okay, Everton. Uh, rivals to Liverpool, traditionally mid-table competing for Europa League, but they had a horrible season this year. Horrible. Like, their coach got fired. They almost got relegated. Oh, wow. And, I mean, really, really bad for them. Okay, so let me get this straight. Usually a middle-of-the-pack team. Usually fine. Usually pretty good. Fine, borderline good. Borderline good. Didn't have a good year this but year. really bad this year. Really bad this year. But usually they make a pretty decent, decent push. Decent, decent push, push to be a good Not team. Not anything impressive, but decent. Mm, that's a tough That's a tough one. Do yeah. they have any superstars, really big names? Um, or is it just a lot of guys that know their roles? No. They don't have any superstars. Uh-huh. They have They have a few stars like Calvert-Lewin, uh, Richarlison, but like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not anything crazy. I, I'm kind of feeling the Indiana Pacers. Okay. Because for the past couple of years, the Pacers have been around the middle of the playoff yep. uh, playoff push, around anywhere from five to the eight seed. This year, the bottom three team in the conference, they just really didn't look good at all. Right. But um, generally, they're they're a pretty competitive team. So, I don't yeah. know. Never really amazing, but also never really bad. Sounds but this good. year, they were bad. Yeah, that sounds basically... <laughs> sounds like Everton, <laughs> All right. I didn't know what we were talking about. Perfect, my friend. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. That was fun. That was fun. I enjoyed that. We should do that next time. That would be good. What else could we do? With? I don't know. We could do... I, hey, um, NFL. NFL, that NFL, would be NFL, dude. Once the NFL... I think they, they did it like a Ted Lasso commercial. They were like... Uh, it was like... Trying to compare... Uh, Premier League football teams uh, to American football teams. Oh, that's interesting. Like, used to be good, and now they're really bad... Uh, and really rich Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel that's harder to, to compare the NFL because yes. I feel like basketball and soccer are a little more equatable mm-hmm. with the pace of play and stuff. Yep. Uh, football is just a lot of starting and stopping. Yes. And a lot of X's and O's. Mm-hmm. So, um, Jack, here's what I've been thinking these past couple of days. Sure. I've been really into jerseys. Jersey. I want to start oh, yeah. a jersey collection really bad. Kinda, that's me too. So that's I was sick. looking at West Ham jerseys, and that's how I came upon the Declan Rice situation. Mm. I go, man, I really need myself <laughs> a Premier League team jersey. Mm-hmm. I go and look. I'm like, I'm gonna wait until the 22, 23 kits drop because I don't want to get, I don't want to get, I don't like the one with the buttons. I don't like the button jerseys. That's fair. 
and I, I saw a leak, and they looked really cool, the West Ham Ooh. jersey. But then I figured out that Declan Rice isn't going to be there, and he's 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 the best player. Yes. So what am I supposed to do? I like the Chelsea jerseys. My goodness, they are beautiful. That, yeah. That, that royal blue is just mm-hmm. blue. That's true. So you 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 sport your Tottenham jersey. I see you in a I, PS, your PSG jersey. I too. do wear the PSG jersey. That jersey goes crazy. I'm not hard. I'm not a huge PSG fan because it's I mean if I was it'd be totally bandwagoning. Yeah. I love Messi and all that and Mbappe is a fantastic player. But I brought the jersey for the aesthetics. My friend makes fun of me for it, but you come at me for it. It, it goes <laughs> crazy. And they're they're an interesting team to watch. Gotcha. Sometimes they're fun. I mean Mbappe is truly ridiculous. You want to yeah. watch a player and go wow wow. You watch him. Play. Is he young too? Yeah. Oh, wow. He's like twenty four. Is he staying with PSG? I heard there's some. He is rumors staying. That this he is he has extended his contract. Controversial, okay. but he has extended his contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what jerseys do you have now for like sports teams? Overall? All right. So do you want to talk? Because you mentioned earlier that we mm-hmm. want to talk about collecting. items to collect. Yeah. Collecting, sort of just a laid back yeah. episode today. Nothing mm-hmm. too philosophically deep. Nah. That's that was last week and the right. week before. This week, no, but no. So watching the playoffs, I'm sort of like. Dang. Jerseys are sick. I want to collect more jerseys. Cool. So right now I have I have okay amount of jerseys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um I have a Oklahoma State Marcus Smart jersey. I have this Isaiah Thomas jersey. I also have a Bucks Jabari Parker jersey, which is really abstract and really random. Huh. Yes. And then um I also have oh, what was it again? I have a Shane Victorino Red Sox jersey. Okay. My thing is, I fall in love with players on the teams I enjoy that really aren't the best players, but they still make an impact. Yeah. But once they leave, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, I forgot they played for them. <laughs> or, oh, yeah, they did kind of play pretty well that one year. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I'm looking at an Isaiah Thomas Washington jersey. Okay. That would be really cool. Um, I looked at the, the U.S. men's national team away kit for the for the World Cup. Those are super cool. I love the U.S. men's team. They're teams. really I have, cool. I have one of the like older one, not older, a few years old now. Mm. But uh, it, I love that one. It's so they're really sick. No. Are you uh, wait? Are you talking about the one? It's the blue and the red. Blue and red sort of geometric design. Yes, those were oh, so those clean. Are nice. Those were so clean. Oh my god. Um, I'm excited I, to see that happen. Uh, at the I, World know, Cup. I know. I know. I'm excited match. to watch the World Cup. Oh, now I'm on so my soccer, my, my sort of soccer. Um, binge i guess so i'm excited to watch tournament football is really exciting it is exciting but uh no i just want to collect jerseys i feel like that's really interesting but um i do not have the funds for that type of investment they're expensive they are very expensive i don't know i don't know why they're so expensive anywhere from 80 to 150 bucks i don't get it it's insane i really don't get it i try to get them for discounted yeah i got the psg one for discounted i never would have bought it for full i mean i get it's i get it it's authentic material but I don't need all this climb a sweat activity no, material. I'm just gonna wear it, sit on the couch, and watch the game. I'm yeah. not actually playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going on the field. I don't man. Hate the, I'm not I going know. on the court either. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not actually playing. No, so it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. So how about you, my friend? What what sort of you've been interested in collecting? So I also have a little bit of a soccer jersey thing, but now yeah. that I actually picked a team, it's hard for me to like. Yeah. I can't get any other Premier League team. Yeah. Otherwise, it's kind of disloyal. Uh, the Tottenham jerseys, besides the home kit uh, this year, I hated with all due respect to the designers mm-hmm. at N17. I did not like them this year. Please go back to, like, the cool blues. 
remember that one from the 2019 guys bring bring that one back the one that we basically rode to the final on please, please bring that back uh but i have the psg one tottenham one and the u.s men's team i want to get a few more u.s i want one probably from each like big league i used to have a uv jersey but it, it wore out so i want to get one from the italian league from spain and then from bundesliga and I already have Liga One, so. Mm-hmm. But other things besides sports jerseys, this is you want to talk about money? Yes. Watches. Watches. Ooh. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> but the thing for me about watches is I struggle with like try- getting like clothes and possessions. I mean, I know some people think I'm on a shoot thing right now, guys. It's not that. It's not like that. I promise. <laughs> I promise. Stop laughing. Stop doing that. Insert text clip of Jack texting me a pair of uh, Nike <laughs> shoes, and he goes, "These are so hard. I want to get them." And and then I go, "Are you gonna get them?" He goes, "I don't know. I gotta wait until they drop." Yeah. Sounding like a true sneaker fanatic, my friend. <laughs> well, we don't know when they're coming out. They're Celtics themed dunks. <laughs> they they were sick. They the were right? those dunks were Thank sick. Thank you. They oh were really God. cool. Give me give me some respect. They were really cool. I was that night. There were there were some blue mints that came out today actually some blue mint Jordans, mm-hmm. and I sent a picture of them to my friend and he said get them Jack and I said okay and then my dad said Jack. <sighs> Parents know best. They really do. Honestly. They really especially do. when it comes to financial stuff. I'm mm-hmm. gonna trust them. They 100 percent do. But yeah, watches. So with the fashion thing and whatnot, like when we're young like this. We're still growing. Some of us, some not. Yeah, speak for yourself. So, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I knew. I, I knew as soon as I said it, it was gonna be a thing. But you know, it's like some. It's like rip, and you know, you're doing stuff like that, yeah. right? You're outgrow some of it's gonna get old and whatnot. So I don't want to spend money, money, on, on stuff, and and clothes right now when you know it's stuff is still fluctuating, right? Yep. Watches, that's it's yeah, a those are forever. Story. Yeah, those are. They become, you know, heritage pieces, heirlooms and stuff. And do they get expensive? Oh, my God. <laughs> you want to talk? You think jerseys are expensive? Oh. Nah, V. Oh, my. I'm, I'm not even talking about nice, nice You're watches. not even talking about Rolexes no, or anything. Because no, those no, are no. in tens and thousands those of get, dollars. Like, you're funny. I would need to, like. Win a lottery or something. I don't know what I would need to do to yeah. be like. To buy it right now. That's what I, I mean. think I deserve it. No, not right now. Oh, right. You want you, if I were to buy it right now, you you'd get make to, more money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need more fiscal. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, Availability. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Like to like career, I have to. I have to have done something where I said I really earned that. Yeah, exactly. To where I'm like, this is an okay financial decision to make. I know. You, you, you. It's wild. What? It's wild. No. But yeah, no. It's, it's like some. I want. I want to get a few more. Because mm-hmm. the aesthetic, you know, Ben knows what my aesthetic is, and and for those of you who know me, know what my aesthetic is. It's a little, little preppy, a little formal. It looks good on Jack. Thing. It looks good. Yeah, I do. The watch thing is, it's sort the, of the watches look clean on Jack. It works. A clean watch yeah. really pulls together an outfit. Mm-hmm. It really does. My history with watches is the seven dollar wa- watches from J C Penney and Walmart. Nice. Those That's the bargain. Hey, this is the bargain, all right? For me, watches aren't necessarily about telling the time. Right. I don't know if it's the same for you. It's just more about the look of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like I can get the job That's done with, with some that. seven bucks. That's part of that. I'd say it's a 70-30. Well, because we have phones now, so exactly. it's kind of like a requirement. Yeah. But it's a lot nice because I don't want a smartwatch. 
Nah, I don't yeah. want the, even uh, the fitness stuff appeals to me, but I don't want like the notifications and stuff. I'm trying to get distance from that a bit. Exactly, me too. So when I have the actual watch, and if I need the time, I don't have to get my phone. It's yeah. just a little easier. Mm-hmm. And then on tests, oh, has that fossil watch come in clutch on uh-huh. the tests? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Big I, deal on the SAT. I was using my uh, my Walmart watch for the AP exams. Oh yes. I got the SATs this weekend. I'll be mm-hmm. using that as well. Yep. But um, you can hear it clicking, so it was kind of annoying. It's mm. like, ding. But hey, if it, it works, it works. It kept the time. It kept the works, time. It works. That's all I want to say. It works. Yes. So watches, watches. That would be something cool to collect. That is but cool. That's it's an expensive habit. It is. And then you got to know your stuff about them because mm-hmm. there's all sorts of like movements with the gears and stuff. Wow. And you know some stuff is obviously higher quality material and other stuff is. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, like aesthetic appeal for things like that. I think it'd be. I think that would be such a dope thing to collect. What about you? Cool. What is something that you don't so collect that I you do want to? So I I don't collect that I do that want you to. Don't collect that you do. Oof. That you I don't. Want to. But you do. Yeah, that's how that works. English. That's a tough one because I do. I, I, I I'm collecting something right now that oh. I, I want to continue. What? So I'll go with that. I have a vinyl collection. Oh, that's right. So I collect some of my favorite records. Um. I'll, I'll name drop a few because they're it. awesome. Um, Ants from Up There by Black Country New Road. The Incredible True Story by Logic. Um, we have um, Good Kid Mad City by Kendrick Lamar, just to name a few of them. Um, but they're awesome. The, yeah. the sound quality is just much more crisp and just much more there. I don't mm-hmm. know how to explain it. Then yes. I walked in today and Jack was playing his vinyls as well. Yep. And I just thought, ooh, that sounds really crisp. Yes. It sounded really good. And um, no, I just want to collect more of my favorite albums, more of my pro- more of my favorite projects, and really just be able to have a have a like a, a collection that I can touch, something physical. I like that too. That was something cool. I was looking. One of them was like a Beethoven one, and it had like a bunch of stuff in it that I didn't even know was there. I was like, that's that's just so cool. That's yeah. just I like that. Mm-hmm. And then the writing and all that, and the album art. And all, the album art's the best the whole part. Thing is yeah, so, it's yeah. just just the look of it just looks so pretty to me. Yeah, uh, especially the aesthetic. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Pink Moon by Nick Drake is my most recent edition Ooh. and um it's awesome. Cool. Yep. Yep. So vinyls for me. I want to continue along that collection as gotcha. well. Um I do collect flags from countries. When I go outside the country, I like to get a flag from where every country I've been gotcha. to. So right now I just have the Bahamas and St. Kitts, mm-hmm. but eventually once my life is coming to an end, I want to be able to look back and see just a bunch of flags from oh, other countries and all cool. the traveling that I've uh, no, I've a big done world over the there. years. So yeah. yeah, so flags as well. Uh, that's pretty much it. I used to collect magnet magnets when I was younger. Magnets. Bag- magnets. Mag. That's a that's a tongue twister. Mag. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Magnets. Mag. Magnets. Mag. No, magnets. 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 Yes. Okay. I used to collect magnets. Jack, <laughs> I can't pronounce magnet. Can you please? Said it. Magnets. 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 Okay. I used to collect magnets. Magnet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude, don't worry about it. Okay. You're, you're good. Okay, okay, okay. It's okay. You're fine. Okay. I used to collect mag. I'll say. I used to collect the things you put on your fridge when, when I was younger. I, I, have s- I have stopped. I have stopped that, that collection and that hobby, and I sort of, like I said, moved on to vinyls, gotcha. jerseys, and flags. Anything else with you? Anything you're collecting right now or, or want to or have? I would like to start a vinyl collection of, as well. Yeah. I have a few that I want. I don't know if I... Can I put together a Mount... I'll put together a Mount Rushmore and then you do oh, what yeah, you yeah, want to yeah, add. Yeah, yeah. I want to add 
Um, blue and green. Yeah, Miles Davis. Okay. I want to add 2014 Forest Hills Drive. I believe I'm saying that right. Yeah. J. Cole. Yep, yep. I want to add um, another Frank Sinatra album. Okay. I don't have a specific one. I don't know which one uh, My Way is on. I know that's such like a boring song, but that's one of my I favorites. I did it my way. Yeah, I know that one. That one? Yeah, I know that one. And then... Oh, oh my God. I was, I was talking to um, Noah about it earlier today. I can't even... I'm trying to remember which one it was. Oh, I think it was What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. Okay. So that's your Mount Rushmore. Yeah, those are my four. Of what to if collect. I think, if I think of the one... I, I think that was the one I was thinking of. I'll just scroll through my phone. Hang okay. on. What's yours? So of the ones you want to add? So for me, I have the act of forgetting the act of forgiveness by Scary Pool Party. Mm-hmm. Currently, I'm pretty sure it's not been pressed and it's not on vinyl, oh. but hopefully one day it will be because that's my favorite album of all time. Gotcha. Um, secondly, I have. Hmm, let me think. This is tough because there's a lot of albums I want. Yeah, Freedom of the Sun by Oyama Hirodo. Mm-hmm. Um, that's on vinyl, but it's, it's really really hard to come upon. And it's also really expensive for the ones I have seen on gotcha. eBay and stuff. So that would be awesome to have. Um, I would like <laughs> Whole Lot of Red by Playboy Cardi. <laughs> um, I saw I saw Playboy Cardi live that that album's tour. But yep. um, any any record show I go to, that that album is just sold out. Uh-huh. It, it really goes quickly. So that's three for me. I need one more. There's one that's just es- escaping my mind right now. I really right? can't think. It's, I hate when that happens. Bro. Hmm. It's the worst. I should probably get Thriller on out vinyl. That would be kind Thriller of on vinyl. That would be interesting. I and then I, I'd probably go with Love Sick Hexology by New Jabez. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, another one of my favorite projects too. But so a again, lot of that's all recent stuff, right? No, not really. Or? No, it's kind of. I mean, in the two thousands. Yeah, the two thousands. No, mean yeah. like vintage. No retro. No, no, no yeah. nothing retro. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. That's my Mount Rushmore vinyls. I really hope that to collect cool. one day. Where do you go? I know there's some shops in so, Western. So, yeah. I mean, Newberry Comics is a lot of the popular ones right yeah. now. A lot of the, uh, the contemporary ones. But uh, there's some record shops. Um, Joe's Records in Worcester has yes. a lot of good old stuff. I believe that's um, I forget what it was. I think it was called the Vinyl Vault. Out, oh, I think it's in Lexington. Gotcha. I don't know. Um, it's somewhere near Boston. But they also have a lot of good uh, old records and stuff. That's where I got Pink Moon by Nick Drake. Cool. Um that's pretty much all I go to. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I'll be walking around Walmart. I mean, and I, I'll find an album that really I really good. enjoy. So yeah. anywhere I can go and that has records, if they have someone I like, mm-hmm. I'll probably make the purchase. Makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I got to get out there mm-hmm. now that I have that list. Yeah. That's the thing. If I don't have a list, I'm not just going to, if I don't have like a set plan, I won't do a lot of, th- you know that. Yeah. If I don't have a set thing, like a, a, a hit list, so to speak, to, to just get stuff done, the, I won't go out and do it. The Newberry Comics the original location out in Boston. Yeah. I went there in February with my friends, and I was looking specifically for ants from up there mm-hmm. because it was selling out everywhere. It was just so hard to come across. I found the last copy because mm. Black Country New Road, the band that created that album, yes. is not a popular band at all. Right. Uh, they really don't... Uh, local record stores really won't have yeah. their records. They really won't sell their albums. And so I was lucky enough to come across that at, at uh, Newberry Comics, but their selection and their category was wild. Cool. There was a whole basement of just 
filled with records, bands, all different types of genres. Genres went from EDM to country. So that's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. It's a cool thing. It's making a comeback too. I, it I is. remember reading a statistic that it was it grew for like three years in a, a third CDs time. too. P- CDs are on the rise. Yeah. That's they're cheaper that though. They're up. cheaper. That so one is odd for me. Why? Really, CDs? I don't know. They're just cheaper and they're just sort of easier to carry around. They're not. They're not. They're I love how we've gone backwards. We have. <laughs> we have. Like, we the have aesthetics the of it though. Digital, a lot of people like yeah. the aesthetics of vinyl. The aesthetic of CDs for me, I don't know. Yeah. Because I grew up on them. Yeah. So it kind of seems like. Vinyl, I didn't. Baby right? Mozart in the car ride when oh, I was in. <laughs> dude, that you like. Feels like you transplanted memory in my mind. Oh uh-huh. my god. Yep. yep. The, the Wiggles soundtrack. The what? The Wiggles <laughs> soundtrack. Yep. Dude, the Wiggles. Oh, wow. Wiggles went crazy though, for real. Mm-hmm. You know what went hard? What? Nick, uh, my friend Nick and I. I remember he he told us something. He was like, "Curious George went crazy." That did. That show was really Curious good. Curious George is good. That was a really good Fuck show. Curious George. Oh my god. Thomas the Train though. That was my show when I was. Oh little. yeah. Oh yeah. I think I was the biggest Thomas the Train fan mm. in the world. I always thought it was creepy. I'm like a friend. What? I always thought it was. A you thought it was creepy. creepy. Yeah. I don't know why. I just love that show so yeah, much. That's fair. Fireman Sam was a good one too. I don't think I watched that. Didn't one. watch Fireman Sam. Uh, yeah, those were the really yeah. the two shows that I watched when I was real little. Gotcha. Yeah. I remember. That. Oh my! Long time. It feels like a long time. I know. Right now. We're, we're going down life. memory lane yeah, right now. <laughs> That's not where I thought we were going. Nope. Nope. But nope. you know, it is what it is. But running it back to the to the topic at hand, why do you? I was thinking about this. Why do you think people collect things? Like, what is it? I'm sure there's actual and psychological studies, but like, I'm, why? I think it's more so the emotional side. Sure. Besides, sort of. We're not even going to talk about the, the topic of mental disorders. Not disorders, mm. but mental illness. Right. Um, along that line of collection. But, um, I don't know. Um, really, I think the emotional value. Because a lot of the stuff I collect, I have emotional value towards. Uh, jerseys, I just think of players. I think of the players I watched. And I love I loved to just see them go on the court every night or on the baseball field or on the football field. Um, look at records. I love listening to records. A lot of them I have a really close place to my heart. And then flags. It reminds me of... The memories I hold with families and friends um, in places that really just are new to me. So I think it's sort of the emotional value behind each. That's fair. Yeah. And then for the, the, the records, I just thought of one, shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, art. Yeah, it's art. Like an artistic art, sort yeah. of thing. Uh, that's, what I, that's what I was like. Collecting thing is so weird because you know, we're not supposed to tie happiness to material objects, Yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And then I was like, okay, but then what about art, though? Because art is kind of it's it's a material object yeah and uh it's it's something that a lot of people collect for handsome amounts of money Mm -hmm. and then you know there's just something about it right it just sort of has that that sort of has that appeal and that's what that's what i was thinking about shoes those shoes is different sneakers specifically obviously it's different because it's something you actually like similar to jerseys you wear but your feet and your your body are a little different, right? They can't be cleaned the same way. They don't yeah. encounter the same obstacles, right? They don't serve the same purpose. They don't serve the same purpose or whatever, right? But you know, it's just the fashion thing is is kind of cool. And then some of the designs on these shoes are just funky. Yeah, and they're awesome. Uh, I like that. It looks it looks cool. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people collect shoes. Yeah, I've underest. I underest. It's underestimated. a popular hobby. It is. I underestimated the 
importance of shoes to the outfit. Oh yeah, they, they, they like they watches. They tie it together. together. Yes, they really do. It's like the accessory. I always pieces. thought it was just like an accent piece. Yeah, yeah, but that didn't have any weight. No, 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 no. They're no. important. It's a bow. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it's exactly. Yes, it's a good way to put it. Oof, and I think that puts a bow on today's episode. Indeed, it does. I think what it a does. Clean ending. Poetic. Yeah, I know. Yeah, quite the poet. Um, right. So, Jack, I appreciate you sort of conversing with me again. I always have a good time, and this was our seventh episode of this. It's going by quick. I like that we're back on a roll from our little period yeah. where we didn't really record for a solid month, and then mm-hmm. we had that, whatever that was of an episode right. where um, we were both remote and we had some technological that issues. That was tough. That was tough, but we seem to be making a comeback three weeks straight now and about to make it four. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so next week is just regular episode. Yep. Maybe we'll have a guest, maybe we won't. I'll do my community outreach and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh again we're being recording on a Thursday. Um so this will be published on Friday at five. Definitely. After so the Celtics win game after, one. After the Celtics play game one. Win I'm, game one. Whatever you say. And then on two weeks from now we have a special guest. We have episode. a special guest that we will tease. We will tease who will come week. on? We're not going to tell you. We announced, We I think we announced something like it last week, but that was a tentative idea. Yeah. We'll, we'll make it an official announcement in the next episode. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that one. We're going to have to get our priorities straight. Though. That's, that's, that's going to be a big one. We're that's a project. Be, we'll talk a, about that. Yeah. But, Jack, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Until next time, take care. Goodbye.